The deal is this. <laughs> tell you when I was a kid, that red dropper Anton Wilson always squeal. <laughs> tell you when I was a kid, that red dropper Anton Wilson always squeal. Squeal, 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 squeal. They are pissed. Squeal, 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 squeal. They are pissed. Time we finish this, you're all going to be practicing magicians. I'm Jeremy Greer, and I'm Gary Butterfield, and this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where Garrett and I are com- are covering Garrett Morrison. Let me just do that all <laughs> Gort of that Mortison. Over again. <laughs> Hey, Gort. <laughs> hey, hello. Uh, you're gonna get cursed. Don't call him Gort. He's gonna hex you. <laughs> and this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where Garrett and I are covering Grant Morrison's new X Men. We are currently on issue one nineteen, and we are uh, in the middle of a bunch of crazy shit happening to the X Men. To to quickly sum it up, Professor Xavier has been taken over by his womb twin that he murdered um, in, by Cassandra Nova. Uh, she has gone into space to take over the Shi'ar Empire. Uh, we have not seen mm-hmm. her in a while. Meanwhile, the new X-Men, the, the X-Men are dealing with the Human, a group of humans that want to harvest mutants for their organs so that they become a third species and get mutant powers themselves. Also, uh, Beast has been beaten up by a student that was under the power of Cassandra Nova, so he's out of commission. And the school... Uh, after Xavier has outed the school to the to the press, the school is being protested, and so all of the Xavier's team is dealing with that in his absence. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, we have a couple couple little bits of uh, business here, just real quick. One, I always like to draw attention to these covers. Um, I think this is a great cover. I love this uh, this angel in the uniform. We never actually see her in. Yeah, with the uh, the cool kind of like flyboy helmet. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's like awesome. That she has um, like drawn stickers on, like that's the coolest part of that to me, yeah, right? Like, yeah. she, like she she has teamed it up. <laughs> yeah, it's super cool. I, I love it so much uh, with her name with an anarchist symbol for the A. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing is we're introduced to uh, the most controversial artist uh, on this run, Igor Cordy, uh, in this issue. Um, Igor Cordy at this time in uh, you know in in Marvel was oftentimes used as this kind of like pinch hitter for things because he could work very quickly. Um, I was reading, uh, there's a blog, uh, that Paul O'Brien does. He runs the other, the, you know, the comic podcast I listen to, which is called house to astonish. It only comes out like every two months. Uh, I just listen to it out of, you know, I don't even read modern comics. I just like those guys. The reason why I started listening to that podcast is Paul O'Brien used to do a website, a blog called the X axis, which was, um, just reviewing the X-Men books once a week. It got me through many jobs, uh, in my early twenties, uh, just reading this over and over. I eventually found the archives online and reread the website basically from front to back. Uh, before bed for over the course of like a few months, which was crazy. Um, it's real comfort food for me. Um, I love him. He's, he's really smart. Um, and a lot of this kind of background information I know about how they used Igor Cordy, um, I found from, from that blog. Um, and basically whenever this arc, when they don't have an artist, they have Igor Cordy come in and basically do it really quickly. Like he's writing these books. I don't know exactly how long it usually takes to draw a comic, but he's drawing it much faster. Um, the inking is really bad. 
in this. And these are by far the worst looking books. And, you know, again, we talk about Grant Morrison books always having some dodgy art. I think the Igor Cordy stuff in this is pretty rough stuff. You know, it, it's it's rough. Uh, there's some stuff that I like about it, though. Um, there's there's some there are some some pages that I actually kind of dig. Like there's one coming up with um, Emma pretty quickly where like it's a basically close up of the profile of her face that I actually really, really like. Like I think it, mm-hmm. like it's it's drawn well. I think you're correct. Like the inking in this is all over the place and specifically faces all universally look terrible. <laughs> like they look off model like they don't, yeah, exactly. they don't look the same from panel to panel. Um, and th- this guy was like a real artist. He's the guy who did um, I think he was doing Cable and Deadpool. Oh um, yeah, the time. a comic book I really like. Yeah, yeah, um, and I, I think that's what he was doing. He's something with Cable, um, and he was—it's much better. Like if you look at this guy's work, he is not a talentless hack, right? Like I think he has an unfair reputation as just being a shitty artist. He's not entirely a shitty artist. He just had really bad labor conditions, basically. Yeah. During this, and faces are the worst. Like you know, like you mentioned, sometimes they're very good, but they're not consistent. Um, and there are just some really, really goofy looking models. We're going to get some really dumb looking Wolverines in this book. Um, <laughs> you know, so love me some dumb looking Wolverines. Uh, so yeah. we, we left off, uh, with John sublime, uh, basically having taken control over Cyclops and Emma in his office using this mutant brain of one Martha Johansson. Um, Emma is on the floor. She has turned into her diamond form. Uh, Cyclops is looking I, like Steve Buscemi, maybe is that the look? That, <laughs> I don't know what's happening to his face. Not sure. It's like not his good. face is, his face he's melting for somehow. Um, yeah. But John Sublime is basically saying, like, "Hey, you guys are nothing but livestock. We're the new species in town." Um, yeah, and this is what confirms that Martha Johansson, the runaway from before, is what mm-hmm. is this this brain? You know, um, she's she's a telepathic operator. Um, she broadcasts a psychic chaff is her specific power. Um, so it blinds mutant minds. Like she can't control people's brains. She just kind of like turns him into mush yeah um he he controls her um and the uh he's basically just villain vamping yes at this point you know would you believe the two of us coming here is like destiny don't you miss frost here have a copy of my book <laughs> just fucking um, crazy <laughs> you know just horrible <laughs> um you know uh you're, you're in your diamond form however one of our u-man has microscopic visions and can find the flaw in your diamond which is ridiculous foreshadowing <laughs> uh like in in like a year that's going to become a thing that when she's in this form she has like a flaw um and then we uh like he he grabs her hair and lifts her up and this is the page that i was talking about where i actually kind of yeah this is great like the the way this is this is drawn um and like he's grabbing her by the hair with one hand and like you talk like you must really fucking hate me like maybe we could shatter you and turn you into a, a, a kinky human chandelier and like she's you know she's talking back like hey you will die and like this line of mm, liquid diamond lipstick a heck of a good name for a band like because her nose is bleeding over over her lips is like just it's yeah. it's, it's like just super shitty like it's a it's a it's a loss of control for emma that we really haven't seen from her <clears throat> yeah seen ha- yeah, yeah. have seen her go through i should say so, super terrible he goes over he turns his attention to scott um he's basically trying to figure out how his powers work like he he turns the turns his blaster on which smashes the dick off of his uh his Greek statue. Extremely great. Uh, there. And basically says, uh, we, we just need the head. Yeah. Uh, take this guy. And eventually, you know, we're going to have all of you, even the big hairy guy, which gives us a segue to transfer over to Wolverine. Um, we last oh, left I, him in the back of this I human that, van. I thought that meant beast, but okay. Oh yeah. Um, no, no, I, I think that was supposed to refer to, to Wolverine, but you could be right. Yeah. I mean, it would um, make just, sense if it was Wolverine since they actually go to Wolverine. So, um, um, we last we left him, he had just opened up the back of a U-Man van where they were planning to vivisect Angel. 
Yes. And they okay. uh, fill his body up with their like shard gun, I guess is what you would call that. Um, and like, he just looks at him as like, are you joking? <laughs> Look at this fucking drawing of Wolverine though, Jeremy. Oh, dude, it's so like, terrible. That is, is one of the worst like faces I've seen. Like, it's so horrible. I also like, like really don't like the, the way that this is written. The you're joking bub, right? Like, yeah, it, like bub should be at the end of that sentence. Yep. Yeah. You're just, you don't have, you don't, don't have right. Just put a question mark, you know <laughs> there. Yeah. It's, it's not great. It's a horrible face uh, there. Yes. I like that. They don't show the action. Mm-hmm. Like this, ne- there's some like really great little panel work on the next page. Yes. Uh, they show the outside of the van. They just hear him screaming. Um, we cut over to Wolverine. His claws are out. He's covered in blood. Uh, and he reaches out to Angel. He's like, hey, sorry about that. I just went red. And she's like, yeah, like, fuck. You know, like, she's scared <laughs> as hell. And I then just he saw you murder page. six robots, my man. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, you're covered in blood. This is horrible. We cut back. He's in the same pose, but he's retracted his claws and his face is softened. Yeah. You know, the, uh, here, to, here to help the scream at the at the first panel uh really yeah. for whatever reason i read that as the like colossus power-up noise from the x-men arcade <laughs> game <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so, so we, she uh you know here to his hand she pukes on it her tongue does not come out uh pukes acid and i love i, I kind of like the in general like that one line was clumsy but i like the writing in these issues just fine mm-hmm. even the art is bad and i like this relationship with um wolverine with him trying to stay calm with their kind of like weird buddy comedy to draw back or drive back to New York. Yes. That they have. Cause he just gets all his acid puked on his hand. He's like acid burn. No worries. <laughs> well stocked, uh, pirate pharmacy like this should have some alkali around. Just try not to f- throw up on me again. Like he's just trying to <laughs> hold it together. And you know, we, um, we, we've talked a lot about like Grant Morrison doing X-Men as X-Men stories. Um, and like, this is, this is it. Like this is, you know, Wolverine taking care of a young mutant, specifically a girl and like t- being her kind of guidance through the, the, you know, coming to terms with her mutant power and getting her to the school is, mm-hmm. is a thing. And like, but this is kind of done in like in a really gross fashion <laughs> and like in a yeah. way, like where this chick seems like more, um, aggro than anybody that we've seen like this before. I think that's the idea. Like what if, you know, he didn't have this perfect little, like very polite, yes, you know, mousy charge, you know, like Kitty Pride has some like edge to her, but you know, the idea being that like, she's basically like a little girl. This is, this is supposed to be like kind of a more modern little girl, like a little bit mm-hmm. more, a little older, a little bit more edgy and living in the modern world where things are dark and fucked up. Yeah. You know, she swears a lot. And, uh, the next page I'm like really like it took me a few minutes to realize what the fuck was happening in it because it's it's yeah. it's not particularly well drawn like apparently a U-Man is still alive and he's like and but you can't really see that and Wolverine like without even turning around is like hey I wouldn't do that because you got oxygen hissing out of your tank and then like throws his cigar at it and it explodes but presumably not before they walk away from the thing like it's it's just he yeah, he, he refers to he he's looking past her we don't even see the U-Man in the panel he just says like they won't hurt you anymore don't even think about it back there bub and it's like who's he talking to like exactly. it looks like he's talking to yeah. Angel or something. It's yeah, it's not good. It's it's bad blocking and bad figure drawing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we go to a restaurant uh, where like they're getting a snack, getting some food to eat, and like he is literally pulling these little shards out of his neck, causing her to throw up on the on the table. Yeah. And like she's yeah. like, "What the fuck is happening to my like? What what is my life? Is am I crazy now?" Um, and it's you know like it's at true to form and you get this thing where the the owner of the establishment comes up and is like i'm gonna have to ask you people to leave and you think it's gonna lead to like oh like i hate mutants but it's it's really like no he's my son was a mutant and he had thorns on his body when he came out and killed my wife so i broke the little child's neck and now i don't ever want to be reminded of anything with an x gene so you just need to get the fuck out of my establishment and like yeah 
just a one page character. I guess he's on two pages, but like just a very brief, like horrible, like yeah, consequence. What this can mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Consequence of, of, of mutants and what, how that, why this relationship between mutants and humans are so difficult. Like you have things like this where a child dies on his father's hand because the child killed the mother, even though it wasn't the child's fault at all. Like the child was just born yeah. a certain way. It's just a tragedy with no villains, you know, is the idea. Like mutants hurt people on accident all the time. Yeah. You know, um, and then of course, Angel does not have tact. Like she is a rude girl, and it's like up yours. I'm trying to eat. I don't want to hear any shit about no fucked up babies. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite lines in this, man. I don't want to hear any shit about no fucked up babies. Is so good. (laughs) Really, really funny. Um, you know, uh, he, he, you know, he, she's upset, and Wolverine is like, forget it. Like, where are you gonna go? She starts flying away. He takes a shot at her as she flies out the window yeah um and she uh crashes again she doesn't know how to fly like i love that's one of the things i love about this like having wings does not mean you know how to fly someone still needs to teach you yes you know yeah um there's a weird kind of sub theme about this is like learning to fly or yearning to fly between like beak angel and sublime yes it's mm-hmm. kind of weird it just keeps coming up a lot i don't know if it's like a theme it's just like a motif and um, uh, I, I like i like wolverine's like hey you got to keep your eyes open you will fly, will fly like that's what my friends who fly say <laughs> anyway yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> um and she she's like kind of like you know the doctor like doctors can fix me right like they can do cosmetic surgery and make me just a normal person and wolverine's like nope not really like you gotta you kind of got to do this on your own and you got to be strong enough to do it so you know and and like he leans over to comfort her and she's like don't touch my wings you fucking pervert yeah (laughs) It's, it's 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 super good like i love angel uh, we missed the uh when we talked about the annual issue there's like there's a there's a scene where uh emma is looking at the keys and getting like the the psychic history from them or whatever and like she falls over because it's so intense and there's a there's a line where like wolverine is helping her up and she's like i'm perfectly fine get your hand off my ass wolverine which now yeah. just makes me think that like he's just like a weird <laughs> sex pest he's just grabby <laughs> he's just a super yeah. grabby he's, he's the joe biden, biden of, of yeah. <laughs> low biden low biden oh man yeah Wow, remember when we liked Joe Biden? Like that dude was okay I, for a while, and then, huh? <laughs> I when I liked him, I didn't know anything about him. That's also I just true. Knew that the yeah. Onion, the Onion made him like the dude from Big Lebowski, and I liked that, but I didn't know anything about him. You know, it's just so uh, knowledge is is really definitely a curse. Autumn had a uh, uh, had a shirt from um I can't remember the I think it's Diesel Robot or Robot Diesel something like that uh, a real popular webcomic dude but it said we're all vice presidents in the Joe Biden fan club and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've been we've been going through with like cleaning stuff out of the house and like she picked that up and I was like yeah <laughs> like it's it's still a funny shirt but yeah, yeah. at the same time you don't want anyone to mistake it for something you care about yeah. Yeah, he, I was thinking about like one of my buddies bought like a politics uh, shirt, like a, a Bernie shirt, and like I like Bernie Sanders. But mm-hmm. I was just thinking like w- owning that shirt is a real gamble because it's like either I can I can wear this and be like, yep, I own the shirt, he did it, or it's just like, well, I got this sad shirt. <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> like it, it it feels like it's really flipping a coin. Uh, I've uh I I may I may have told you this but like stop me if I've told you this before uh but um when our governor our ex governor was running for president Bobby Jindal was running for president his campaign slogan was um tanned rested and ready and <laughs> <laughs> 
and like we just couldn't help ourselves like we had to have that shirt so it's like Jindal 2016 it was like you know give ten dollars to Bobby Jindal's fucking presidential campaign which went fucking nowhere and he tried to like bankrupt the state getting popular enough to do it Um, so we have like a you know tanned rusted and ready and like Bobby Jindal's like a an Indian dude like he is he's a brown guy and like to have like tanned rested and ready fucking ridiculous oh man Bobby Uh, Jindal amazing Yep. He did a uh, his he did a video where he told his kids he was running for president, and I have never seen kids more disinterested in what their father is telling. <laughs> <laughs> and just just in case, like we took that ten dollars and you know gave it to Bobby Jindal for the shirt, and then also gave Bernie a ton of money that year. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, balance out the scales. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, uh, so we cut, we cut over to the U men who are uh, coming up on the Xavier Institute. They're skyping with uh, Sublime. Uh, at this point, yes. um, Tony is like, "Hey, we have their soldiers downstairs. You're gonna find the uh, the institute unguarded. Yes, you know they're on an operating table downstairs. Don't worry about it." Um, and they they basically said like, you know, uh, their their mutant strike force is down to one uppity redhead and a bunch of gifted children with radioactive acne. Like we get, we pretty much got this one. And I'm like, hmm, mm-hmm. hmm, nope. Um, su- super super good. Yes. Um, we cut over to Gene inside, you know, they're, they're bringing up their vans uh, to attack. The protesters are all gone. Um, we cut to Gene. She's talking to Hank still, you know, talking about, they have this cold, like something bad is happening. Something's crawling around the edges of our lives, I picking us line. off one by one. So good. Yeah. Super, super good. Um, she goes to check in on beak, um, tries to read his mind, um, you know, and eventually finds out like, Oh, she smashed everything up in there. Like finds out that it is Cassandra Nova at this yes. point. They don't know more details than that. Um, but she actually comes to tears just from how, so, so how horrible, uh, yeah. it is that, that, um, you know, the face that she's making, like the tears coming out, like it doesn't look great, but it looks full of emotion and grief. Yeah. And I just, and you know, Oh no, you poor thing. Oh no, you poor thing. Like you can just hear Gene saying that. And it's just, you know, this, this is a teenager that came to the, the Xavier's mansion, probably th- thinking that he'd be a hero. And like this happened to him, like somebody smashed yep. his fucking brain and made him basically completely beat up one of his favorite teachers like with his favorite yeah. like baseball bat it's fucking just it's like only friend in the world you know like exactly. it, it's not like they talked about how lonely he was how he can't fit in with the other kids and stuff like it is just like this is a loser and it's an incredibly tragic thing that happened to him and you uh um, the next page like you get this vision of him because they've got him in like this blue like ambiotic bath right and like his head is his face is like protruding above the 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 water or whatever the fuck this is and like even his face, like his fucked up, like beak face, like looks incredibly sad. And you're, I don't, yeah. I don't know about you, but like, I just get a lot of emotion from that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, it's well, really well done. She reads his mind. She's like, who made you do this? Uh, she sees Charles's face, you know, and is alerted to this, but is interrupted by an intruder alert yes. going off in the mansion. Um, we cut over to beast beast has crawled out of bed. Um, and he's basically trying to find, uh, show gene where professor X is, uh, but and goes to the Cassandra Nova file. But he she's not there. The, I love that he goes to the morgue. Like they're keeping this chick on yeah, ice. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then, uh, like, bu- in the drawer below Cassandra Nova is just John Doe. Like they're just keeping <laughs> Jeez, some <X-Men>. random. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't. Like I realize you guys have capabilities beyond the local police department, but in some things, maybe you should just turn a case over, right? Yeah, I, I imagine the M wing of uh, of that morgue is all just Morlock. Like there's just tons of <laughs> more like one, more like two, yeah, more, more like, like two, three. more like three. 
it's so fucking dark. Um, they break up the clone to... morgue, by the way. I don't yeah. know if you do that. <laughs> it's really fucked up. It wasn't John Doe. It was just a clone of John Doe. Um, they, they cut over uh, to Jean, you know, who's not down there, and uh, she calls the police and they basically reject her. Like, hey, this is a school. We're under attack. And they're like, help yourself. Yeah, uh, specifically help yourself muty like calling her the like a yeah. slur is and she like looks yep. at the phone like what the fuck man like <laughs> yeah also also a good uh good frame mm-hmm. um the, the students say like they would like to help uh you know you can you know we can stay and fight we're very good learners and she's like we're not going to be learning today we're going to be teaching um this is one of my favorite like gene moments yeah that happens in comics here in that third panel, uh, if you look in the background, there's somebody like with a hat and sunglasses at night, and I just want to know what yeah. this cool kid is doing. What <laughs> is this cool shade teen on up NES. to? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. He's, he's got the mysterious stranger perk from Fallout. Showing <laughs> uh, <laughs> up there. Um, I also like the little guy in the lower left eating chips. Yeah. I'll help. <laughs> sure, man. <laughs> what you got going, man? So you men break in. Uh, they they bust in. Uh, they're like, you know, we know you're defenseless. And she's like, define defenseless. Yes. Um, and that is the end of the issue. The next issue is the one where both uh, Scott and Jean or Scott and Emma uh, escape and Jean fights off the U-Men. Yes. Uh, and that episode will be coming out in a couple of days. Thank you, everybody, yep. for listening. We very much appreciate it. To support the show, patreon.com slash DuckVTV is the place to go. You can also leave mm-hmm. iTunes reviews and tell your friends about how great this podcast is. Uh, don't really often ask this, but like, like literal direct sharing on social media, like telling your, telling your, your friendly X-Men friends that about the show could really, really help. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you go to the website, days of future cast, you'll see links to get, get them directly to the comic books issues. If you don't want to go through all of our movie coverage. Um, But if you go, Uh, which we recommend actually though. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. That's all super good. There's an episode guide page on that website. So you can get a direct link to, because we kind of scattered our movie coverage, but they're all like groups, so you can get, see exactly which episode covers which movie. Um, it's really mm-hmm. easy. Go check that out. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of days. Good night. These are the tales of the <laughs>